FMX Network Production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast for Iron Man. We're going to look ahead to Iron Man MX. Just three rounds left until we give away two Yamaha YZ450s. And uh, on this podcast, we're going to look back and see how we did at Bud's Creek. And then, of course, look ahead to Iron Man. Try to get you some picks. We have some guys out. Uh, we have some guys coming in also. So there's uh, definitely some going to be some different points scored and different riders to choose from when it comes to uh, Pulp MX Fantasy for this weekend in Ironman. I want to thank the folks at Fly Racing, Pro Taper, Motorsport, 100% all on board with us. Uh, Fly Racing, their 2022 line continues to push the boundaries of innovation and style. They redid the light line last year, so this year the Evo and the Connect lines get some twe- some tweaks. They got the new Formula CP helmet that offers Rion technology. They got the Zone Pro goggle that made the podium last year with JB10. At Fly Racing USA on social media or flyracing.com to learn more about that. Thank the folks at Motorsport as well. Anything over 79 bucks is free shipping. OEM parts, aftermarket parts, they got a dedicated team of gearheads over there to help you out, uh, whether it's uh, dirt, whether it's street, uh, whatever it is, uh, UTVs, they'll certainly help you out. The folks at motorsport.com, uh, Ryan Villapoto, Filthy Phil, myself, all shop at Motorsport. I just uh, placed some orders for the Project 500 for Motorsport. Couldn't have gone any easier. So thanks to those guys. And also, of course, thanks to the folks at 100% and Pro Taper, we will be doing the 100% lead pipe locks as well. So I got uh, Truman and JT and Parabinos coming right up here on the show. And uh, thanks for playing Pulp Mix Fantasy, everybody. Really appreciate it. All right, let's get uh, some experts on here to talk about uh, Iron Man and everything that's going on. Can't find Dan Truman yet, but that's okay. Maybe he'll jump in here right away. First up from Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com, it is uh, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not much. I missed, uh, missed the last couple of these. Yeah. Unfortunately, just yeah. schedules, haven't, schedules haven't worked out. But um, happy to be back on this week's show. My counterparts and partners in Pulp Max Fantasy smoked me pretty badly, but that's all right. Happy to see their success. Listen, I was like two points off a perfect 450 team. Yeah, that's great. You Good know? for you guys. So, uh, I mean, I didn't have a bad weekend either, but you guys killed it. Okay, are you – what's your worry level – on zero. like, oh, okay. I don't know the question, but it's probably zero. Dan is 50 <laughs> points behind you uh, for the overall for motocross. Dan is putting on a charge. Oh, for the the prize that doesn't exist? Yeah, I mean, just for, you know, just for top expert, top uh, Pulp Max Fantasy expert. Um, I mean, I want to beat Dan for sure because uh, Dan considers himself truly an expert at this, and I don't. So, um, yeah, that would be cool to beat him. Also on the line from Renthal and Renthal.com, it's uh, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? What's up, Steve, boys? Um, excited to talk some fantasy. I don't, I don't know if it's maybe just football fantasy is starting up, so I'm really getting in the mood. But I do think our, our little game here is getting more fun with some people dropping out. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to talk. And Bud's Creek went well. That's probably also to do with my mood. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it for sure. Uh, we did find Dan Truman. He is on the line now. What's up, Dan? Yeah, I'm actually uh, getting one of those COVID tests again to to get another one. Uh, I'm going to Indiana this weekend. I've skipped a couple races, and we've had a lot of people in our industry get sick, and I'm trying to make sure I don't cause anyone to get sick. Uh, so, yeah, I'm here, so- man. 
Dan, you missed the question, but you're 50 points behind JT with three rounds to go. How, what's your confidence level that you can become the top Pulp Mix fantasy expert? Which I believe JT oh, well. is on a three-series win streak here uh, among us experts. Like, he won Supercross, and I think he won both uh, last year. So, um, you know, what are your, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts, Dan? Oh, 100% I will win. I the same thoughts I had going into the season when you can go back and listen to an early show, I will win between all of us. Is, it, first is this going to go like your bets did? Eh, I turned those bets around last week, and I had a big weekend. Uh, a lot of people, <laughs> okay. I got screwed by March, Wank, March Banks the week before, and they all had them this weekend And at Butts Creek, and we'll get into that. All right, yeah, okay. So is there anything on the line you want to you bet? Any? I only make- JT, you want to make a friendly wager? No, because I genuinely don't care. Okay, thanks. You're really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I covered this before you got on the line and made made it clear how little I cared about if if uh, I beat, well, I beat you, you guys. Wouldn't you care if there was like $100 on the line? I don't bet against you, Dan. You have a horseshoe firmly planted inside your bum. I will I will not <laughs> bet against you. Um and we've we've seen what hundred what the loss of hundred dollars does to JT for the industry idiots. Correct. So yeah, we better not do that. So Bud's Creek, right. great day for Paul Parabino, six hundred and fourteen points. Good job, Paul. Dan six hundred, also a good job. Mark's five thirty eight, and JT yeah four ninety six for you. So yeah, big uh, big swing there. Um, I was it's still uh, like I don't okay. feel bad about four ninety six. Like I'm, right. I'm fine. It's I mean you guys blew it out of the water. Congrats, but. I had March Banks, brutal. Um, but I'm, I'm good. Like, if you give me March Banks the points he was likely going to get, which is probably 50, you know-ish, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Like, five-something. I'm even good at 496. No problem. Paul, what were you fine. overall with 614? Do you remember? Did you look? Um, was that? I mean, I had to uh, be in the top 52nd. one. 52nd. Yeah, okay. I was going to say I had to be in the top 100, right. Uh, but, yeah, the only, the only part that matters, though, is it still wasn't good enough to make money on a race weekend in industry idiots. Really? The damn league is so hard. Yeah, I, I still didn't make money. How did you not get in the money for 614? Dude, I think I got, like, 12th in industry idiots. Damn. Uh, okay, so, and I had 435. I was almost 200 points Worse than you Paul. Four thirty-five. Yes, yes. Oh, I, 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 I was. I, and and JT, this is with first, both first of the finish lines, and <laughs> two points off a perfect. Uh, four, two points off a perfect uh, four fifty team. See, when you said you had almost a perfect four fifty team, I assumed you smoked me, which is fine. Like, yeah. uh, there were so many points up for grabs, but what the hell did you do in the two fifty club? Yeah, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into All that right, right now. Uh, <laughs> so thanks uh, for thanks for playing, everybody. High score six seventy four. Uh, as I said, uh, I got both first of the finish line rights. 95% of people who picked a 250 guy got it right, and 85% of people picked a, a 450 guy got it right. It was Cooper and Roxon. Um, and was it that? Was that it? Did he get both? No, J Mark got one. No. And um, yeah. And then uh, Cooper well, Webb got one. Yeah. So yes. am I assuming though on on this call that we all went Cooper Roxon, or did did somebody did you guys not pick a 450? I only guy? took Cooper. Okay. Which I, I need I need to start picking Roxon clearly because he's so damn good on the first lap. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just wasn't feeling it. Like, the the finish line is so fast from the start. Yep. I thought that if he didn't get the start, he wouldn't have time to work all that magic. Oh, no. And, <laughs> and yeah, it didn't matter. Right. Uh, Paul, did you have both? I did have both. Yeah. And if, if you remember in the first moto, like, 
to follow up what JT said, Kenny kind of almost pulled magic in what six hundred yards of track to yeah. almost lead the first lap in the first moto. Yeah, it's crazy. It's great. And Dan, you had them both, so we yep. already yeah. Yeah, I had them both, but I've been trying to be different. The week before, I went with Webb, and then when he got at the first moto, I was really upset at myself. And because uh, Cooper's been getting good starts, but then he doesn't have a good first lap, so I knew with like JT said, being short first, uh, you know, first to the finish line. But I, I did go with Kenny and and Justin Cooper. Uh, Caden Amarine, uh, number one guy, hundred points. Uh, Verizzi, eighty-eight. Forkner, eighty-four. Uh, Forkner finally paying off for 43% of people who, uh, who had his pick trend. Tommy Rios, 84. Masterpool, 76. That's two great races for Ty in a row. Garrett Hoffman, Usselman, uh, Zach Williams, who I brought up last week on the pod. Unfortunately, I didn't pick any of those guys. Uh, didn't even come close to it. Uh, pick trend, uh, Forkner Fry, who was a hometown guy. Justin Cooper, Verizzi, uh, Jet Lawrence was your, uh, your pick trend. And for me... Yeah, my highest pick trend guy, or my highest guy was uh, R.J. Hampshire. And, Dan, you had R.J. That was quite a thrill ride to get 38 points. Jesus. What was he doing out there? I mean, well, I know what he was doing. He was being R.J. Yeah, he was being R.J., yeah. I mean, even the first moto, he was maxing out. And then just, like, the last turn, he just doesn't come around. So, so R.J. was my number one scorer at 38 points, so you can guess how the rest of this shit show went. Uh, Seth Hamaker. 22 points just one week after he won me 20 bucks from Paul that I still have not collected. Um, Seth Amaker uh, crashed in practice really well, but then set some good laps. So then I was asking uh, Paul you about him, and you said don't pick him. And then I just thought you were trying to swerve me because on our group text because you know you knew that he would score tons of points, and you were just playing with me. Uh, and and then I was going to curse your name because you were going to sk- steer me away from him. And so I went the opposite and did pick him to show you, Paul. And he was yeah. he was max points in Moto One, and then he just started dropping, and he had a concussion. So probably you know uh, everything got to him. Uh, okay, Tyler Medaglia. I asked him if he's in for the weekend. He said, "Is it this weekend?" So clearly, it's he's, a bad sign. It's a bad sign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then and then so then Hamaker DNS for Moto Two. So twenty two points. Thanks, Seth. Brandon Shaw was my next guy, and he pulled out a Moto2, which is odd for him, uh, but he pulled out a Moto2 about three-quarters of the way through, uh, joined his teammate uh, uh, Marchbanks there. And my last guy was Levi Kitchen, handicapped two, uh, crashed uh, first lap both motos, and uh, passed 30 guys on the day, but uh, that's still only 14 points, so thanks, Levi, for nothing. Uh, so that's a great team right there, Hampshire, Shaw, Hammaker, and Kitchen, really, really strong team. Uh, JT, who'd you have? Uh, 250 guys weren't too bad. Um, you know, Fortner was really my, my shining star. And, I mean, I, I believe he overperformed. But then you look at the pick trend, and it was 43%. So, I guess I really wasn't on to anything. Um, but he did have a good day. And I think, regardless of fantasy points, he should be commended for kind of getting it together a little bit. Like, he was just better all day. Qualifying, racing, everything. And one thing I, I was wondering, if you guys agreed on this, that this Bud's Creek track was much more similar to the dirt he rides on at home, like orange clay, kind of similar. Maybe that had a little bit of a difference. Anybody buy into that or no? Mm. Well, I was good. he was good in one, one moto at Washougal, um, so I feel like he's turning it around a little bit. But Unadilla, oh, Unadilla. Was, was Unadilla any good? Yeah, one moto was good at Unadilla. Yeah, one moto. One moto oh, was, was good, okay. so I feel like he's okay. getting better anyways. Yeah. All right, fair enough. 
Uh, I had Jarrett Fry, who was okay. Um, his start sucked, in, especially the first moto. And then the second moto, he kind of got it together. Really high pick trend, too. So, again, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, right in the middle with everybody else, um, subject to subject to his results. Uh, and then Justin Cooper, uh, 47, is okay. Um, you'd like to see that 50 thrown up for, your, you know, your all-star that's been this good. But 47 is nothing to complain about. And then, uh, yeah, March Banks was the big donut. Um, the only saving grace there was he was 21% picture in. But, uh, I mean, when you're watching him, I know he's sick, right? We saw the post today where he's got some sort of uh, Addison's disease or something. But when you're seeing him run around inside the top five, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to get a ton of points out of this. And then you get a big zero on the day. It's uh, it's pretty tough to, to swallow there. All right, Dan? Oh, I had the best team. Just perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had those top three scores and Forkner, uh, Kate Namurai, um, and Breezy. Yeah, it was just great. It oh. was great. No. <laughs> uh, but I did have RJ Hampshire was the letdown. That that was the big letdown for me. I uh, left 12 points, and like JT said, from these all-stars, everyone else besides RJ and Cooper got 50. So I left a lot on the table there when you're, you know, like Paul said, not even getting in the money in industry idiots, and it's so close. Um, I left – you know, those points on the table. But for us, Kate Namurai, we talked about it. He raced Colorado. Mm-hmm. He finished both motos. Um, he was pretty solid at Loretta's. He got decent starts. He was good when he was up front. And he podiumed, you know, one of those motos with Kitchen and, and Kilroy and those guys. So we knew his speed was good. Uh, what scared me was right before the moto started, Bogle posted um, a text between him and Amurai because they're buddies. And Caden had no water, like drinking water. And I knew it was hot, and he's Jesus. like, hey, can I come bump some water from you? And I'm like, I'm texting Bogle and stuff. I'm like, is this serious? Like, the guy has no water? Like, you went to a national and you didn't, like, have a cooler? So I still gambled with it, and it paid off. Uh, Verizzi's just been good, getting better every weekend, and there was a couple guys out. And then Forkner for, you know, obviously, like JT said, I didn't think he was going to be that well or that good, but, you know, he paid off both motos, so. And then I had Justin Cooper first to finish line. So it was uh, a great 250 team. Yeah, good good job. Uh, Paul? Yeah, my 250 team literally is perfection. I scored the most possible points you could possibly score. Um, I had Caden Amarine, um, should we, Josh should Reed, we refer to Austin Twitter? Forkner. What? Should we refer to Twitter for a correction? Oh, yeah. No, we shouldn't. But okay. I scored the most points you can score, which is perfection. Uh, in the 250 okay. class, and I'm proud of it. Uh, and I did get the all-star for 50, and I got the first lap leader, so that was awesome. Um, and then, yeah, to to speak about Amarine a little bit, because we went back and forth about him in our text. At first, I was kind of not wanting to pick him because, you know, he was hot and cold at Loretta's, and I do like going with kind of JT's uh, kind of like line in the sand when, when he doesn't really ever pick a rookie. You always kind of want to give them one one to learn. And then when we learned that he had raced Thunder Valley and he finished both motos, I was like, you know what, that's enough for me. This is his second one. He just qualified really good. I think qualifying at Bud's Creek um, is far more important than it is at some other tracks. Um, I didn't expect 100, but, I mean, stoked to get 100. And then, yeah, Varese just is, is just uh, – he, he's trending upward. He was awesome at Unadilla. Um, I bounced some questions off my buddy Charles Caslew, and he – he kind of said, yeah, I think Breeze is a good pick, and I went with him, so that was awesome. And then, yeah, I just happened to time Forkner well. He had been doing one moto 
and won bad moto for three weekends now and finally put it all together and again he qualified well so that kind of made me feel good about it and um yeah i'm stoked on my 250 team everybody's really happy for you guys that's great um yeah i'm kidding but uh all right yeah all right let's get into 450s from buds this was a great day uh kyle chisholm yeah, I went with Chiz, 100 points. Thanks, Chiz. Did not think he was going to get uh, 11th overall and ride that well, but uh, 100 points. Runkles, uh, so he got points last week for the first time in both motos. Uh, he scored points before in individual motos, but he's never had a race where he scored points in both motos. And he's wearing Kiefer's gear, Kiefer-tested gear, and he's from Maryland, and he qualified well, and that was all I needed. I'm like, he was on an upward swing, so I went with Runkles, 90 points. Thank you. Rod Bell was an easy one to me because he had had shitty, re- shitty race at uh, Unadilla. His handicap went up. He's a 10. Uh, so that was his hometown race, of course. I couldn't pick Cody Shock, um, so I went with Rod Bell and uh, 80 points for that. And my all-star was Chase Sexton, 50 points. He maxed out. So, um, you know, the, the, basically it went Chisholm. Local kid Runkles, local kid Shock, local kid Rod Bell, Cody Groves, who I don't know who that is, but uh, he might be local. And Rolando Savacci was the first, like, let's say, big-name guy at 68 points. Dino, 58 from there. Pick trend for that. Uh, Rod Bell, 48% pick trend. Roxon 36, 32 for Shock, 29 uh, for Sexton, 27 for Chiz. So it's kind of all over the place a little bit with the, with the pick trend. But uh, Paul, 450s, who'd you have? Man, my team was pretty good. Just one mistake. Um, but I did go Chiz. He put up 100. I think all of Chiz Nation is proud and happy. Um, he did, yeah, he just he chizzed along and yeah. got guys late in the moto. It was awesome. Um, I did have the ability to pick Cody Shock. So I went with him. That was easy. And then where I'm bummed is I, I could have picked a perfect 450 team too, but I just made a mistake. I ended up going with. Um, I ended up going with Jeremy Smith. He only got me 30. Um, he was pretty good at Unadilla, and I just thought he qualified good again. That's like a given with him. He always qualifies well, but I just thought it would go better, and it just he didn't seem to have the speed in the motos, and he dropped back a little bit. And I'm kind of bummed um, <clears throat> that you know I could have picked Runkles, but I couldn't pick Rod Bell. And I think the problem that with Rod Bell goes back to me and you talking about Unadilla and, and Ham- Hammaker. We were kind of – going after each other and i honestly my ego um it kind of screwed me because i went with rod bell at unadilla where i should have took your advice and saved him for buds creek he would have been easily on my team and then i would have had a really solid team i wouldn't have reached for jeremy smith um i did get first the finish line correct with kenny and kenny was also my all-star i'm sorry my fourth pick um and he got 50 right uh so yeah pretty damn good team truman 450s so 450 was decent. Um, I was on the Chiz train along with you, and, and I fully agree that 100 points was way overshooting there. I mean, I'll take it. Don't get me wrong. I'll take it. But I, I had no expectation of 100 points when I picked Kyle Chisholm. Uh, no, me neither. No, me neither, right? Yeah. Like, you, you knew he yeah, would do fair. well, but not yeah, yeah. not that well. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't want it to, I don't want it to come across like I just knew that was coming. Yeah. I did not think it was coming. Um. I had Justin Rodbell, pretty strong day. Um, I was hoping he would stay a little bit further than he did. Like He had a really great day, but um, he faded a little bit at the end of the motos, um, gave up spots here and there, but still a really strong day for him uh, in front of his home fans. But with a 48% pick trend, it's not like you were, you know, we're really some sort of uh, geniuses here. 
Uh, and then Savachi, pretty good. I, I feel good about that pick um, because I don't think he was that obvious. Uh, 14% pick, pick trend to get 68 points is pretty strong. And I just, even though he doesn't like this track, um, I just like the way things were setting up for him. This track's hard to pass on. He's been getting good starts. And I just kind of felt like he was due to put it together a little mm. bit. Um, so I'll take the, the 68 points and move on and, and feel good about my pick there. And then my last pick was Chase Sexton, so I got I got the full 50 on um, on my on my All Star, which right. this year has been tough for me. I, I haven't done all that great with All Stars, so to get 97 out of 100 for All Stars, I'm I'm pumped on. Did you um, did you not have the ability to pick Shock? You must have not. I did not. Right. I did not. Yeah. I had him at Unadilla, which he um, I think he did really well at Unadilla too, right? Like that was a good yeah good day. yeah. So, um, all right, uh, let's go looking ahead to Ironman. Uh, but first up, thanks to the folks at 100%. We got the 100% lead pipe locks coming up. Uh, also, I want to thank the folks at 100% for the Pulp 21 checkout. At checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Uh, Coop, Marv, AP, Dylan, uh, Dean, Jet, Hunter, Star Yamaha, all using 100% goggles. And uh, Pulp 21 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. They got the... the, the um, uh, Gen 2 goggles as well that, that are out with a b- little bit larger field of view. And they have the mountain bike stuff, of course, uh, so doing a good job there. And also thank to the folks at Pro Taper. They got the Sella, the self-engaged launch assist system. They got the micro bar. Star Yamaha, speaking of those guys, they use Pro Taper products, Rockstar Husky, Chaparral Honda by riders of all levels, uh, from grassroots local amateurs to world champions. ProTaper.com. And, of course, Fly Racing and Motorsport.com are all on board with us. Dirty Owls lead pipe locks. Well, Paul? I got the win. You you were on a four week uh, winning spree here with the lead pipe locks, but uh, I took you down this week, so I won something. Uh, so, I, but I'm still far away from the original uh, donut artwork. Uh, I had Hammaker and Shock for 104. Dan had March Banks and Shock for 82. JT, we had Roto make your picks. Uh, I know this oh is co- controversial for you, but Roto picked you Hammaker and Ben Lemay at 46. What? Take it up with Roto. Here no, I, I take it up with the whole concept. I don't want someone making my picks for me. Well, so you just want to get a zero because he reached out to you. So Again, he did this week? Yeah. He says, uh, I tried to reach contact him on race day, and I didn't get a response. So, again. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm at the track. So Okay, that's, well, that's he's fair. trying to reach out to you. So Well, I haven't got anything you know, for Supercross you know, yet, so I just, you know, I just how for can some. I, no. Can I just tap out on the whole thing? No, dirty out. This is ridiculous. You're ridiculous. I have said numerous times that Dirty Al said he will do both pieces of original artwork at the end of the year. This was right. always I, the plan. I disregard because that was never the plan. It just seems like we're kick we're just kicking the can down the road. Negative. Negative. Dirty Al has communicated very thoroughly and very completely with, with myself and I have passed it on to you two gentlemen. Well, I blame you. JT, I'm I'm confused why you care so much. You're keto. You can't eat donuts anyway. It's artwork of donuts, Paul. I'm more mad at Roto's picks. He is supposed to be the best of us at this. <laughs> and and, and, and you, so Ben LeMay is not someone that you would have went with? Not this weekend. I mean, at certain weekends, yes, but not this weekend. Are you happy with the Hammaker call? No. I mean, in hindsight, I get it, but at the time. Yeah, at no. the time. How can you fault him? Right. I mean, he was like his handicap didn't change. He had yeah, 
that's not that's not that's fine. Paul, when do I get my twenty bucks? Uh, like I said, man, my bank account says I gave it to you. Like, do you want me to pay you forty now? I gotta I gotta lose forty. You just trying to twist the knife in me here, Steve? Ridiculous. So, anyways, when is Hamaker, when is Hamaker ever put two motos together? Well, he's raced three oh, nationals in his life. Right. So tell me when. Okay. Well, Dan has a lead in the Dirty Al 100% lead pipe blocks, 882 to JT 736. Paul, you have 713, and I have 705. So uh, thanks for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy, everybody. Thank you to Yamaha. We're going to give away uh, two YZs uh, coming up here at YZFs at the end of the year, one to a random championship uh, user and one to the guy who wins the outdoors. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. We'll start looking into that closer in a couple weeks. Uh, but you don't even got to, uh, um, you know, be great at fantasy to win something. $25 motorsport gift card to a random championship user. Jason287, man, uh, will be in touch. Thank you. You get a $25 gift card from motorsport.com, guys. And our jerky, who doesn't love jerky? Uh, Mland747 will be in touch. You win our jerky prize pack. So there we go. Uh, Truman, we've lost Truman. So we'll hopefully uh, Dirty Al can get his lead pipe locks and everything else. But Christian Craig jersey is I up for Roto pick him. Okay, we can have Roto pick him. Uh, Christian uh, Craig jersey up for the winner this week uh, for Ironman for the overall championship user. So that's pretty cool. Um, all right, JT, weather should be fine. No issues with the weather. We've seen some some mud races there, but weather should be okay. Uh, Pierce Brown is out. Michael Moseman is in. Um, what else we got for 250s, uh, Paul? Uh, March Banks is out. Uh, yeah. Hamaker is out. Yep. Um, uh, I believe that's all I got. I don't have anybody new that's is Styles mentioning. Styles back or still out? He's a question to me, but I want to – I'm going to – I mean, 50-50 probably is the correct answer, but I'll lean towards being out. And Colt Nichols is still out. No, I thought Nichols tweeted that he was bringing it to Iron Man or Instagrammed it. But maybe maybe not. I don't know. Okay. I um, think he's out. So this is going to open up some spots for sure. Um, all right, Paul, who do you like? Well, I, first of all, I think Mosman, who's making his return, he's a zero non-all-star. That's an auto pick, huh, Paul, for people? Yeah, I think so. Um, you can wait one week. Uh, he would have to have a hell of a weekend to move into all-star position. Forkner is in eighth right now with 186 points, and Mosman has 154. But he can do it. Um, so, But, yeah, I think you need to pick him this weekend. I mean, he's every time he races, as long as it's not a mechanical or something, he's pretty much a top-five guy. Um, he's missed two rounds due to, a, I think, a concussion. But um, I think he was almost ready to come, to go at Bud's Creek, so I think he'll be more than ready at a at Iron Man. Iron Man, I agree. You should pick him. Uh, his shoulder. I think it was a shoulder bit too. Something with a shoulder too. Uh, JT, how do you feel about Moseman? Is that is that an auto pick if he qualifies well? Yeah, I like him. Um, I'm just trying to think of a strategy because the next the the last two rounds he should be really good and especially Hangtown. So, do you want to use him this weekend and then hope to get him? doubled up for Hangtown, or do you want to wait and then be guaranteed that you're going to have him at a track that he's also very good at, which is Paula? I don't know the answer, but that's that's kind of what's running through my head. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's, that's fair, yeah. Who else, Paul? I feel like Verizzi is in crushing it, but now he's a five, so I don't know if that's great. Um, what else, Paul? Derek Kelly, if he comes back? Yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah, with Verese, with Verese, uh, I, 
a lot of the value is gone, right? He's now gone from a nine to a five. He's just been on fire. So I think it's you've missed your window on him a little bit. There's better picks on the board. Um, <clears throat> Derek Kelly is coming back. He, if you remember, he was, I think, a perfect 100 at Washougal, and then he went to Unadilla and got a concussion, I believe, DNF first moto, and hasn't raced since. But I believe he'll be back. Um, I believe he's been riding. Um, and, again, this is a guy that was 14th overall at Washougal. He was 20th overall at Millville, and he's a 14 handicap because his last two finishes are 42 and DNQ. So, um, yeah, he's high on my list right now. He's on my, my Thursday team. Um a guy that I think you should look at is maybe I can sell you just purely on his name, Steve, is Tommy Rios. Oh, I like the name, um, yeah. <laughs> he was an 18 at uh, at Bud's Creek. He got 23rd. He scored a lot of points, and he was really under the radar, and his handicap dropped to a 15. Um, I think, you know, looking at his Bud's Creek finishes, he went, uh, I think, 21-20. Um, I like that. Uh, finishing both motos on a hot day, I think, um, you know, not a super similar track at Ironman, but I think he's someone to look at. Um, I think you can also look at Devin Simonson. This is somebody that Cade Clayson swerved us off of at um, at Bud's Creek. And, yeah, he ended up being right, but I think there's still value there. This guy got 50 points out of one moto. His problem is he DNF the other one. So if you can get two motos at, at his potential, he's a 15 handicap, that could be a hell of a lot of points as well. JT, Tommy Rios' dad, you told us, owns a Mexican restaurant, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, Mesa 21. Yeah. Good enough reason right there. Right. Uh, what do you think of Rios, Simonson, Derek Kelly, JT? Thoughts on all those three guys? Well, you know, you're, you're rolling the dice with Rios and Simonson, I think, just because lack of experience and they just don't have uh, the track record to rely on. Uh, if Derek Kelly is back to form, then I think that's a pretty easy pick, but you just don't know, right? Concussions and how much he's been riding. Is he fully healthy? I, you know, all those questions come into play. But um, to me, Derek Kelly is a more, much more of a sure thing if he's back to form. Uh, okay. What else? Who else do you like, JT? What? Rami Alves? Do you have a Rami Alves update? I think he had shoulder No, he. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, yep. Who else do you like, JT? Um, I would look at uh, at Caden Amarine. Amarine. I'm not exactly sure how we're pronouncing that. Um, Amarine. But, you know, He's a 12, which, of course, he lost some value. But you look at the field, it's pretty depleted. Okay, there's talent. Don't get me wrong. But it's fairly depleted at this point. He gets a 17th overall last week. I could see him inside the top 20, get, throw in a 15th and a moto. Um, that's, that's really solid points there. So I, I would take a look at that, assuming he's there. Um and then I think you just have to start looking a little bit. We, we discussed some of them, but a little bit more of the, the long shot guys as this series kind of rolls on and people are hurt and people are sitting out. Um, can you take some bigger risks? I don't know, right? I think maybe you save those for California to get the local, the local talent there that will come in and they'll have really high handicaps. Um, but just as an overall theme for these last few I would look to take some chances with some some really high handicaps um, as the series gets thinner. Jerry, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was wondering where your Jerry would be a great pick if it wasn't Jerry. I was wondering where your Jerry line was, like what what level of. Well, I just don't pick Jerry as a as an overall concept, right. but it's not because he's slow. It's not because of any of that. He actually goes pretty damn fast. But you look at the results, and he was still twenty eighth overall. 
you know. Uh, JT Schwartz got uh, eighth overall or eighth, I think, in a, and he's a two. I just, I can't. I'm not a believer. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I'm. Mean, he's good. I'm. I'm saying fantasy wise, he. I'm a believer him as a rider, but I almost feel like he's a ten to twelve place guy, and that's not guaranteed double. Yeah. He's right around I'm there. I'm a believer. I just don't think there's a ton of upside. That's, that's what all, I'm saying. Which I think is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Uh, Ty Masterpool, same thing. He's been crushing it, but I feel like Ty Masterpool is Paul one moto away from disaster and then for fantasy points, you know? Um, I mean, I don't know about that, but I just think, like, it's similar to Schwartz. I yeah. think his ceiling is, is seven-ish. Um, he's a two. He just got an eighth, which I believe is his best finish of the year. So, again, I think it's a, a reactive pick. I, I think there's better picks on the board. Um, I think a mid-range handicap or a lower-range handicap that that – has higher ceiling than anybody we've talked about so far is Levi Kitchen. Somebody you picked last week, his handicap went from a two to a three. I think that guy is, uh, has potential to go five, five range. You know, I think that would be a really good day that I think people could see happening. Um, so I'll look at him and see if he can turn it around a little bit. Um, and then, then to pile on to, to the back of what JT was saying about higher handicaps, I think he's completely right when it comes to this class. And two that I'll have you look at is TJ Uselman. Number 742, um, he went 25-22 at Bud's Creek, and he's a 16 handicap. So decent uh, opportunity for points there. And same thing with Zach Williams. Um, this is an older guy. I think we all know Zach Williams. He was 22nd overall at Bud's Creek. He's a 15 handicap. He finishes the motos. Um, and, again, if we're losing a couple guys here and there to injury, um, you can all these guys can make a step up. Um, so those are just some of the higher ones I'll look at. Well, I was going to bring up Zach Williams because, you know, he's Millville, he's Minnesota guy, and this track <laughs> is kind of like that. So you're yeah. – you know what I mean? You're you're going to see – he's going to feel at home, I think, at Ironman. I just uh, can't handle Man. the 125. I cannot handle the 125. He's he's not on a 125. Oh, he's not? Are you sure? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what you're that's Rens- Renslin. He's on a gas gas 250F. Yeah, what do you – where did you okay. come up with that Michael. one? I thought – He's he's raced the 125 in recent times. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, I think Zach Williams is definitely somebody to look at uh, as far as that goes. I think he's gonna do. He's gonna feel at home, like I said, on the track. So, uh, take a look at that. All right, all stars, Paul. I like Joe Shimoda right now. Um, I mean, I think uh, I can't take Jeremy Martin, but Jeremy Martin's only a one. Um, I, I think there's nothing wrong with Jet Lawrence and Justin Cooper at twos. I mean, you got to assume those guys are on the podium, but I don't. Shimoda rode awesome here. I don't know if it was last year, maybe it was the year before, but I think he's had great rides here in the past. And at an eight, that's good, but yeah, he is inconsistent at times too. So maybe I'm out to lunch. Maybe the move is just go Justin Cooper and go Jet Lawrence and just keep alternating, especially when they're at twos. Hunter's a five. I like that. No? Yeah, yeah. It's again just little inconsistencies. It's almost like Shimoda, Hunter, RJ. They seem easy on paper, but for some reason, there's all always little things that happen. So maybe the move is just to continue to alternate Jet and. And, yep. and, and can you can you tell me if Forkner's all fixed, JT? You can't, obviously. So <clears throat> seven all star. Yeah. Well, I would. I mean, what? Why would you go that route? That that would be my question. I I don't. I mean, he's had a really inconsistent yeah. year. He had a great weekend, but just like what Paul said, why would you go anything but back and forth between Justin Cooper and Jet Lawrence right now? 
And the other thing with Forkner, Steve, is he's he's an ace, ace in points, right? I've said this before throughout the year. I've done it myself, just forgetting about it. I don't think it's smart to take an all-star who's ace in points. He can have a bad day, and then you can't pick him at double the next weekend. So I just think mm-hmm. avoid him. Um, okay, so um, <clears throat> yeah, you know what? I, Nichols actually just said he's testing his shoulder, so my bad if I said earlier that I think he's in. I don't really know. Uh, I could text him, but if Colt Nichols is at a one, do you pick him, JT? If he's in, I don't think I do. Man, it's that's dicey. I, I hate picking riders that are injured. I hate it um, because if anything goes wrong, they pull off, and then I hate them, and I shouldn't. So I probably it's going to be really tempting, uh, but I probably would stay away. All right, my team's Michael Moseman, Derek Kelly, Tommy Rios, uh, good Mexican food there, and uh, Hunter Lawrence is my all-star at a five. I just can't do the two for Cooper and Jet, even though they have been the two best guys lately, along with J-Mart. So uh, that'll be my team. Uh, 100% lead pipe lock. Pulp 21 at checkout. 100%.com to save with those guys at Instagram or Instagram at ride 100%. Uh, I'll go Derek Kelly for the lead pipe lock. Paul, what's your team and who's your lock? Uh, I like your team. I'll take the same one. Just give me Justin Cooper as my all-star. So uh, Kelly, Moseman, and Rios are my other three. And I'll go Moseman as my uh, lead pipe block. JT? I'm going to go Jet as my all-star. I will go Amarine, Amarine, whatever. Uh, I will also go Derek Kelly. Okay. And I don't know my fourth one. Um, pass. What? I don't know. I don't know my fourth one yet. Okay. Uh, I think if you Great pick. Great answer, I know. Okay. If, if you pick anyone other than Justin Cooper for first to the finish line, you're, you're an idiot. Do we all agree? Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Fair enough. I just think it's gambling for sake of gambling <laughs> right. to do that. Uh, all right. Let's go to 450s. Um, so, Jason Anderson's still not back yet. I don't think we'll see him the rest of the year, if I had to guess. Uh, sounds like Christian Craig is out. Sounds like uh, Dean Wilson will be out. It sounds like. Um, am I missing? Oh, Barsha's not back, right, Paul? Barsha's not back yet? Nope. Nope. So, he's, not. he's out. Yeah, so there's going to be yeah, some openings. Dino, here. I think, is just. Dino's run down. I think he's not going to go. Uh, Grant Harlan is in, right? Grant Harlan's racing 450s here. Tyler Medaglia is, is out. He just texted me back and said he's in Italy. So not going to make Ironman. <laughs> um, it's weird. He's on the entry list. I, don't, yeah, maybe. I guess he's just got money to sling around. Hopefully he gets his 300 bucks back. Um, AP, he's a one. I just don't feel good enough, JT, picking him, though. Like, even if he qualifies well, no. like, I just, I'm staying away. Yep. Yep. Yeah, too risky. And it sucks because this is a track that yeah. he, he would shine at, of course. Right. So knowing that, JT, yeah. who else do you like in 450s non-All-Stars? This class is really difficult. Um, I don't know what to do with Grant Harlan because he's been hurt. So I don't know where he comes in at. Um, if he looks good in practice, I'd probably take a flyer on him just based off of last season. He rode the 450 really well. But the, I think the picks are tough when I look at this class. Um, I mean, you're like, do you go with a guy like Runkle, like at a nine? I don't think there's a ton of value there. No, um, I, pro- I agree. Yeah, I probably go Cody Shock because I, I, I genuinely think he's a top twelve guy, Moto in and Moto out right now. 
Um, so at, at a four, there's some value. If he puts in a moto like he did at Butts Creek at a seventh, then you get you know a ton of points in just one moto alone. Um, but I, I think this class has gotten really challenging based off of injuries and based off of just the guys that you would typically go to, the Rod Bells and those guys, they've, their value's been depleted because they've done well lately. So I'm, I'm at a loss. I mean, there are, I think there are picks you're going to have to look at, like Moran's at a 16. You know, he's been riding a lot, but, you know, his, his results haven't been stellar outdoors, so it's not like he's, he's a shoe-in by any means. Um, but there are not a lot of great picks to jump off the page in the 450 class. So do you go a little bit safer? Um, try to go with guys like Hartraft and guys like that, which the upside's not great, you know, uh, um, even now, like an Anstey. Um, I don't know, man. There's just not incredible value when you look at these picks. I mean, Anstey at a two, I guess if you're, if you're going to lean on the class being thin and he should be somewhere between eight and 12, but you're, I mean, now you're counting on like a, a you know, 50 burgers, like the upside for you. Or, you know, maybe 60. I don't know. I, I just, I'm struggling with this 450 class right now. Paul, you have Jace Kessler picked. It was somebody I have made a note of. He had a crappy buds, but he's from Michigan, i.e. Red Bud, i.e. Iron Man. I like Jace Kessler, Paul. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned before, I sponsored Jace. We're, we're buddies. Um, he had a crash in the first turn of Buds Creek and, and a slight concussion, just kind of dizzy and decided to pack it in for the day. He's been riding. He's totally fine. I think it's absolute luck that he had a really bad Bud's Creek and it allows his handicap to, to crawl up. So he's um, he's on my team. He's not coming off. He's been at Ironman before. I think he rides that track really well. I think he can get a shit ton of points. He might even be my, my lead pipe lock. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I do agree with what JT's saying, that the, the middle-range guys like that have – done good and and now their handicap has come down i think you got to steer away and um this weekend especially i still think there's value with chisholm none of us can pick him but he's an eight handicap now and the guy just went what 13 11 something like that yeah um so there's there's meat on the bone there um i like tyler stepik i didn't have him last weekend i think a lot of people did and he's an 11 and his handicap didn't dive that much because he had a dnf one moto um what was his moto scores i'll try to pull him up here uh, he was 35, 35-18. So if he can go 18-18 at an 11, that's pretty good points. Um, I'll look at him. Uh, JT mentioned Grant Harlan. Harlan has always rode the 450 good. We haven't seen him since, I think, High Point or maybe the round after. Actually, I think High Point, he had a fairly good weekend on his 250, and then he must have got hurt the next weekend. But now he's back on a 450 at a 12. He's done good at Ironman before. Um, I'll look at him. Um, and the cool thing about Harlan is he knows fantasy. He plays fantasy, right? So that's always a help, right? Like, I, I think he'll stay out there if things don't go well. Um, so, and then I think I think Ben LeMay um, can be looked at. His handicap went from a 10 to an 11. Um, he has the ability to finish, you know, 16 range. He had one bad moto at, at, at Bud's Creek. I wish I could get some more details. Maybe I'll, I'll ask you, Steve, to get some more details on him. Oh, but I think he's he, yeah, he, had, he had a bike problem. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, and then and then yeah, what JT was saying is right. Like, you got to look deeper. So I think you can look at Scott Meshi. Um, you can look at. I you think know, for uh, sure I agree with this. Might be a weekend for Sharat. This might be my Ryan Sharat weekend. 
Yeah, see, I don't know about that. Okay. Um, I, I, I disagree a little bit. Like, his handicap is, yeah, it went up. It went from an 8 to a 9. Um, I guess, but, yeah, I don't know. You've got to save him but, for but Don't you want him at right? Paula, maybe? Oh. you got to save him. Yeah, JT makes I, a good point. That's what I'm thinking, right? You want him at Paula. Right, right. <clears throat> okay, you know what? I just unclicked him. Too bad because I broke my keyboard, but I fixed it real quick. Um <laughs> I like Jace Kessler, JT, uh, for all the reasons Paul said. Where are you at with Kessler? Yeah, I like Kessler, too. I mean, his ride at Unadilla was incredible and, uh, honestly, just oversight on my part. So um, I will have to take a, a hard look at Kessler. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, Harlan, I'm not sure about. I just don't like – I know he raised high point, but I don't know about just jumping in. You know? I don't know. So I'm, I'm not as sold as Harlan let, as you guys. let practice tell you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Surratt save him. I guess uh, Morans. I'm out on Morans just for the jumping in. I know he's a 16, which is juicy, but just jumping in. I mean, can he be a top 20 guy? I don't know. I don't know. Can I he, think. Can he I beat think at a 16, he could get double points. I just don't know yeah, what. Yeah. Where's the ceiling? Right. 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 Um. Yeah, it is, it is tough. Uh, do we know if William Clayson is being there? Is there? I do not know. recall seeing him on the entry list. Uh, Jeremy Hand at a nine, Paul? I think it's too low. Okay. Um, I would rather go Cody Groves at a 15. He went um, he went 22-20 last weekend, and you know, there's guys that beat him that aren't going to be at Ironman. Uh, JT, you you mentioned Anstey and Hartraft, right? But where's the upside with that? But yeah, I think they are tough, double. Right? Yep. If you're if you're happy with you know fifty five points, then as your ceiling, then I think you go there. But we saw so it's, many it's the same oh. same thing as like Jeremy Hand. Like yeah. where what are you hoping for in that scenario? We saw so many high points at Buds. I mean, Paul's in the six hundreds here. Uh, I think we're going to get that again. Don't you guys feel though? Like that's why you got to go deeper. I feel like we're going to get high points again. I think it's going to be yeah, much lower I, this weekend. Oh, okay. I just mean I, I, I still think there's potential for high points. Yeah, it's just going to be you're going to have to do your homework this weekend. It's not going to you might have to look deeper in qualifying and 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 know that hey, this guy's going to do better than where he qualified. Yeah, we'll see though. I say that a lot of times, but I'll, I know a lot of people look at qualifying times and look at. Mm-hmm. They're handicapped, and they're like, hey, this guy qualified 15th, and he's a 15th. I know nothing about him. I'm going to pick him. And then they <laughs> pick him and, and crush it. And yeah, that's that's my guy. Uh, <laughs> all right. I like Hartraft at a four, but that could definitely change. All-Stars, JT, what about what do you think in All-Stars? I think I'm going to go Cooper Webb, which I know isn't the most obvious pick, but if you look at his results the last couple weeks, he's been right around fifth like every single time. And um, – so I don't think he'll do worse than like a seventh, and with a six handicap, you're you're locked in. Paul, I don't disagree. Um, I right now have Chase Sexton. I think he rides Ironman really well. Um, he also has been overall finishing right around his handicap. Um, Tomac at a two is just man. I, I, it's weird that we're saying it, but it's I, I, I just I don't I think it's too too slim. Ferrandis at a one. Um, I think we're just getting too close to the end. Again, you can look elsewhere. So I like Sexton. Um, I think Mooscan rides his track really well, but I think he got hurt last time we were here too. So you can look at him. Um, and I, 
you know, to jump away from All-Stars real quick, you guys mentioned him earlier. I think I'm going to look at Plessinger. Um, I know he didn't finish last weekend, and that's scary, but I got to feel like another week of just like a bruising of, a, of an injury is going to make a big uh, – he'll make a big jump. And, God, he's going to ride Indiana so good. Um, I'll look at him. I don't, I don't think I can, but yeah, I mean, hey, he very well could, could pay off for sure. I just, man, that, that's a big injury. He's a big crash. One week, that doesn't make that much of a difference, you know? Uh, but going back to All-Stars, I'm fully on board with JT. Like, Cooper Webb will get starts, right? And can, are you going to really tell me in this field he's going to go worse than 7-7, right? Yeah. Can't see him. I don't think yeah, so. I agree. Can't, can't, cannot see it. I mean, uh, he'll fade back. After his good starts, but not not further back than that. Yeah, so, um, I mean, you, and even if we don't expect Dino to ride, like even the guys that you would be worried about, maybe if he has a horrible motor, going to beat him, aren't going. Yeah, yeah, for sure, right? Um, all right, um, Pulp Max Fantasy. Thank you to Fly Pro Taper Motorsport and 100. percent Of course, my team for for Ironman is Shock, uh, Kessler, Hartraft is a TBA, TBD. Sorry, TBD. On Heart Raft. I'm, I'm not sold. I just had to pick a team. And uh, my all-star is Cooper Webb. What's yours, JT? I have uh, Harwin, which I'm not 100% on. He could easily be switched up for Moran's or, or any uh, mixture of guys. Cody Shock stays. Uh, Webb stays. And Kessler stays as well. Uh, okay. And uh, your lock? I'm going to go Shock. Shock for the lock. Yeah, me too. I'll, I'll go Shock for the lock, too. That was too easy. Uh, Paul? Um, I'm going to go Tyler Stepik. I think that's going to be a contrarian pick. I think a lot, he'll be red on a lot of people's screens, so I'll take him. Kessler is on my team. He's also going to be my lock for the third week in a row now. Um, he's my lead pipe lock. Uh, <laughs> I'll go Grant Harlan and Chase Sexton as my all-star. And I am going Ken Roxon as first to the finish line. Oh, JT, you're going to go first to the finish line for four these? I think so. I think I'm going to go Kenny. Uh, super long lap. Yeah, he'll have the entire lap to get it done. Um, and just his form on the first lap is just next level. So I think I'll take a risk there. Uh, you guys probably sold me. I'll go Kenny, too. All right, fine. Um, all right, everybody. Well, good luck at Ironman. Just uh, three more to go for this, and we're giving away a couple of Yamahas as well. Uh, we got to look at those championship points, Paul, and figure out how we're looking at that maybe next week's show. Um, yeah. So we yeah, can- and I think uh, you know, well, we talked about this a little bit. I'll try to make it happen if, if, if we don't get there, but I really would like to start – doing some sort of an award for the overall combined champion, the guy that gets the, the red number one plate in our game. That means you're the best guy overall between Supercross and Motocross. I think we need to find a prize for that guy, so I'm yep. going to figure something out. We'll work on that. Maybe uh, one of those handlebars you gave, like Cooper Webb and those guys. Just take it back. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Just, just be like, hey, man, we need that bar back. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, JT, Paul, thanks for playing. Thank you, people, for uh, playing Pulp Mix Fantasy. Thanks to the sponsors as well. Uh, and, uh, man, it's good, good times indeed. So thanks, boys, and uh, we'll talk next week. See you. See you guys.